What if I told you the financial situation that you really desire is a lot closer than you think? Whether you're interested in becoming debt-free, learning how to invest your hard-earned money, or just want to take your finances to the next level, you're in the right place. The Plenty Money Podcast is for anyone who believes that financial freedom is possible. What's up, everybody? Cornelius Davis here. Coming to you today from Luquillo, Puerto Rico. I want to welcome you all to another segment of the Plenty Money Podcast. Thanks to everyone for tuning in today. From time to time, I have people ask me uh, whether or not it's a good idea to pay off their mortgage early or not. Now, there's no clear yes or no answer to this question. The real answer depends on the person's overall financial situation. Nevertheless, I think it's a very good question. And so today I'll be discussing how to determine whether it's a good idea to pay off your home early. I'll talk about the true cost of financing a home, particularly from an interest perspective. I'll highlight some important factors to consider for anyone thinking about paying off their mortgage early. I'll quickly touch on how mortgage interest is calculated. And then for those who are interested in paying off your mortgage early, I'll wrap up with four tips for the best way to go about doing that. Now, obviously, there are huge benefits to not having a mortgage payment. Now, for starters, that's just more money in your pocket. You know, when you don't have to send that monthly mortgage payment, you know, that's more money in your pocket to do whatever it is that you desire to do with it. Another benefit is saving thousands of dollars in interest. You know, I'm not sure most people realize just how much interest we pay when we finance a home. You know, for example, let's take a $200,000 property uh, financed for 30 years at four and a half percent. The interest over the life of that loan is around $160,000. Well, that's a lot of money, and I can certainly understand why someone would not want to pay that much in interest. Another reason is when you don't have a mortgage, your home becomes purely an asset to you. You know, a home with a mortgage is both an asset and a liability. You know, the liability portion is whatever amount you owe on the home. And so, for example, if you were to sell that home, the mortgage company would take their portion off the top and then whatever is left over would be yours to keep. Well, in a case where the home is already paid off, uh, you don't have any liabilities and whatever amounts you sell the home for, all of those proceeds go directly to you. And then another benefit is just more money to invest. You know, whether that's money going directly into your retirement account or if that's money going into a regular investment account. You know, no longer having a mortgage allows you to put more of your income to work for you to generate more money. And so those are just a few of the benefits of not having a mortgage. Now, despite these undeniable benefits, I will say that it does not make sense for everyone to pay off their home early. You know, the decision to commit extra money toward your mortgage every month should depend on your overall financial situation. For example, you know, what other debts do you have? You know, if you're carrying a consumer debt, and when I say consumer debt, I'm talking about uh, credit cards, auto loans, student loans, uh, personal loans. 
You know, those types of debt should be prioritized over mortgage debt, especially if they're high interest debts. And the reason these debts should be prioritized over mortgage debt is because your home is an asset to you that can be sold for more money than you originally paid for. Uh, but that's not the case in with consumer debts. Consumer debts are just an obligation. Yes, a vehicle is an asset, but it's a depreciating asset, which means that it becomes worth less money as time goes on. Plus, in most cases, when a vehicle is financed, the market value of that vehicle is less than the amount of money that's owed on it. And so even if you sold that vehicle for cash, chances are you would still have to make up the difference between the amount of money you received and the loan balance. And so it makes sense to knock out your consumer debts first uh, before your mortgage, primarily because your home has value. Another thing to consider is how long are you planning to keep the home? You know, if you're planning to sell the home at some point, then paying down a mortgage faster is not necessarily a tremendous benefit to you. You know, yes, you will have more equity at the time that you sell. And so that means that you would receive a, a bigger profit at the sale of the home. But the cash you're using to make those extra mortgage payments is actually more valuable to you today than it would be at the time you receive it when you sell the home. Another thing to consider is making an extra mortgage payment the highest and best use of your money right now. You know, do you have other financial priorities that are more urgent than paying off a mortgage? You know, for example, you know, do you need to build up your emergency savings to insulate you from taking on more debt when something unexpected happens? You know, are you anticipating making a major purchase within the next few years? Uh, you know, and if so, does it make sense to start saving the money up now so that you already have the money set aside opposed to waiting until you make the purchase and financing the whole thing and creating another monthly payment? You know, another thing, another huge thing to consider is how is your retirement fund looking? You know, is your retirement account on track for you to have enough money by the time you're ready to stop working? You know, I can't count the number of people that I come across who don't really have much in the way of retirement savings. You know, Social Security benefits cannot be depended on. And it's really not that much money to begin with. And on top of that, there's serious talk of the government cutting back on some of the benefits from Social Security. So you want to make sure that your retirement plan is on track before you commit extra dollars to your mortgage payment. And so for anyone who has already determined that paying off your mortgage early is the right thing for you, I want to go ahead and wrap up with four tips uh, to go about doing that. But first, just to provide some more context, I want to quickly explain how interest accumulates on our mortgage balance. And so the interest on the loan for your home accrues daily. And so what the bank does is the interest accrues daily. At the end of the month, they add all of that together, the daily interest amounts, and then they add that total to the loan balance. And so let's say, for example, this month, your mortgage loan accumulated $700 in interest. And then we'll say that your payment is $1,100. When you make the mortgage payment, the interest 
amount is paid first. And then whatever is left over is applied to the principal loan balance. And so when you make an $1,100 payment, $700 of that will be applied to interest. And then the remaining $400 will be applied to the principal balance on your loan. So that, that's a quick overview of how your mortgage payment is applied once you send it to the bank. And so I explained that because the better you understand how the interest accumulates on your loan, uh, the more strategic you can be in terms of trying to reduce the amount of interest that you pay. And so I'll go ahead and wrap up with those four tips now. Number one. And you all hear me say this all the time. Conduct your budget analysis to figure out exactly how much money you can comfortably pay toward your mortgage every month. And so, you know, you could decide that, OK, I can afford to pay an extra three hundred, four hundred, five hundred dollars, whatever that is. Plug that number into your monthly budget so that you consistently make that same payment every single month. Number two, if you get paid biweekly or twice a month. You know, be sure to send a mortgage payment each time you get paid. And so instead of sending your mortgage payment once a month, you know, you send it twice a month. So I'll use the example I used earlier. Let's say your mortgage is eleven hundred dollars. And when you conducted your budget analysis, you've decided that you could send an extra four hundred dollars every month. And so now your mortgage payment is fifteen hundred dollars. And so instead of sending the bank one fifteen hundred dollar payment, uh, at the end of the month, you would just send them $750 each time you get paid. You're paying the same amount, but you are cutting back on the interest for the following month because more of the money gets applied to the principal when you split the month. Number three, anytime you receive any extra money, you know, whether it's a tax refund or you worked a special event or you had some other kind of unexpected income uh, come in and you don't need this money for anything else. You know, send that money to the mortgage company, because as long as your mortgage payment has already been paid for that month, anything that you send above that amount will automatically be applied to your principal, which reduces the amount of interest that you'll be paying that following month. Number four, and this probably only applies to a handful of people, uh, but refinance your loan uh, if it makes sense. Now, we've been in a low interest rate for a long time, so most people already have a low mortgage rate. But for those who have purchased a home, say, maybe in the last year or so, those individuals do have a higher mortgage rate. And so at some point in the future, there should be an opportunity to refinance uh, after the Federal Reserve begins to lower rates again. And so those are just four quick tips that you can use to uh, pay down your mortgage faster. And that's pretty much all I have today. You know, hopefully you got something useful from this segment. If you have questions, you can reach out to me at contact at CorneliusDavisJr.com. As always, I thank you all for tuning in. Have a great week. When it comes to taking your finances to the next level, surrounding yourself with like-minded people provides a tremendous boost. Being able to share ideas, receive encouragement, and leverage opportunity increases your chances of financial success. I created the Personal Economy Community to provide a virtual location for people to connect with others on similar financial journeys. If you're interested in improving your finances in any way, the Personal Economy Community is the place you want to be. That's personaleconomy.com. Personal 
E-C-O-N-O-M-E dot com.